Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I've eaten grocery store sushi for three days straight. Yum. We're suspending your social security number phone spam is super fun. I love that one. It's almost better than the one that claims that the IRS is going to arrest you within 45 minutes. (laughs) Well, I washed my hair today. I'm feeling pretty accomplished. And you should have such a good day. Hello, and welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey guys. There was a um, a funny a, a friend of mine who spends a lot more time on YouTube than we probably do, uh-huh. said the other day, there's got to be like a script mm-hmm. that you can write to just take the hey guys out of totally. the first part of every single YouTube video. Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> Hey guys, just hanging out here doing a little makeup session. It'd be fun session. to make like a little montage of all the hey guys. Yeah, there's quite a few of them. So this is the show where we unpack the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. True and story. our entertainment. Yeah. Always. We're, we're entertained by ourselves, <laughs> yeah. but we know that we share a lot of the absurdity with the general public. Absolutely. And everybody who might be listening or watching the show, mm-hmm. we do have audio and video versions. Mm-hmm. And we, we're we ready to get into it with my dog and my two cats. <laughs> and everybody's on the move. Everybody's on board. So our quick bonus topic plug for you. Would you rather give up bathing or the internet for a month? And I know Sarah's going to have a very, very interesting response for this. I mean, I, I have I, I have what I would consider a very obvious response, uh-huh. but you know, we'll see. <laughs> you got to wait till you get to the end, $5 and Bala patrons. Yeah, that's right. So we will examine cool and funny and often disturbing things on this show from the internet, the entertainment world, from life itself. Um, and you know, hopefully you'll have a better day in the process and maybe you'll, you'll learn something from us. Yeah. Heather and I find this whole project very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's, it's a bit amount of work, but at the end of the day, it is therapeutic. It really is. And we do get a lot of that feedback from the folks who are uh, in the mix with us. So Mm -hmm. thanks to all of our patrons, everyone who's listening, watching, 
I'm uh, Otis is also in the mix. Anybody who's watching the video can see that he's very excited about the show. And we'll get right into it. I wanted to mention, <laughs> I don't even really know how to get into the whole dating app sphere. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, and there are many different dating apps. There's Tinder. Everyone sort of like Tinder put the whole, you know, swipe left or swipe right on the map. Okay, got it. And then there's Hinge. And then there's, um, what's the one that where the girls have to... The League? No, not the League. Uh, Bumble. Bumble, Bumble, yeah. Where girls have to get a hold of the guy first because it's supposed to be like less upsetting or, you know, What's your favorite one? Don't have one. Um, I think they're all horrible. (laughs) Although, you know, there are nice people in the world. And so, you know... (laughs) It's the dating app. It's not you. Mm-hmm. However, so Raya is a dating app that is very, you know, it's like going to an exclusive club mm-hmm. where you have to be invited by somebody. It's hard to get into. You can't take screenshots because I don't know why. You just can't. And Heather and I have both gotten friend passes on Raya to the point where. We, you know, we, we sort of lament the weirdness mm-hmm. of dating apps, but Raya specifically is strange. It is very and, much so. And I'll break it down for you. And I probably anybody who works at Raya would be mad at me for doing so, but it's odd. You can put in your parameters, very normal parameters, mm-hmm. such as, you know, I want somebody between, you know, this age and this age, mm-hmm. you know, not too young, totally. not too much older than me, whatever. And location. Yeah. I live in yeah. this place. You know, I'm looking for somebody maybe within 25 miles mm-hmm. or, or, mm-hmm. or bigger or smaller, whatever. I All say five, but, you know. Sure. <laughs> All of that stuff. So that part is pretty, you know, it's, I don't know, it's pretty pedestrian as far as dating apps go. We've, we've done this before. Absolutely. But Raya is weird in the sense that they will, they'll, they'll give you a, you know, potential match Mm -hmm. and you might like them or might not, you know, it's a yes or no type of thing, but you'll get them again. They recycle them. After you say no. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Okay, I I remember them saying that what they do is if you're not interested in the moment, say you match with someone and like maybe you got one person's busy, they'll bring them back around to see if maybe you would like to see them two months later. But you get people who you you actually said no to come back around. And that's what I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I understand, sure, maybe the time isn't right, but you you do, you are interested, but... Mm. I don't know. I think that it's 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 kind of annoying because you feel sort of like you're being cheated out of the monthly whatever it's seven ninety nine well, because and also I mean sure okay I get that maybe in the moment I didn't like that guy and I might like him again mm-hmm. but what if I was like no never mm-hmm. and I see him again like that that's, that's an algorithm totally. that does not work it doesn't make sense and while I'm on the subject. There are also, you know, we live in L.A. and and there are a lot of people on Raya who who are in L.A. So for the most part, this isn't such a huge issue for me personally. But you will get sort of like a cool dude, you know, good looking, seems great, lives in New York from from, you know, uh, Connecticut. And you're like, 
why am I getting fed this person that I will never see? Oh, I get people from like what Argentina. What am I supposed to do? Like, like chat with somebody where I'm never going to see you? That makes no sense. I guess the only thing I can think of is like, you know, like, you know, start chatting with someone that lives in Mexico City right before you go to Mexico City. But like, <laughs> yes. I know it doesn't really make sense. Anyway, so, if anyone can shed some light on this. Please do. Yeah, because it, it, it's a little confusing. It is a little confusing. And we are living in the modern world. And your girl, Sarah, doesn't really like dating apps. But that is pretty much the way that I meet people these days. I mean, it's it's just it's part of our daily yeah, existence. It's pretty it's, much. It's one of those things where it's like, well, I don't really want to go like buy a toilet paper, but I have to. <laughs> I guess I'll just it's get on Raya for like 45 minutes and like see and if there's anybody time. cool in there. <laughs> if only it was like in the olden days when you could go to a club or a bar and meet someone in person. That was so fun. I mean, you still can do you that. You can. Not as much, though. I think pe- people are less open for that, I think. You know, yeah. it's funny. There's a lot of music from like, I don't know, let's just say 70s, 80s that that talk about that, you know, like just encounters with people, you know, and it's just it's it's just not as much of a um, a story anymore. Uh, I feel like most people that I meet, you know, who are in a great couple, they met online. Really? Um, yeah, I would say the majority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, just the I, way of the world. I, yeah. I know a lot of folks who are in actually like really cool adults mm-hmm. you know like successful strong people, relationships like, yeah, totally. and they're like yeah i don't yeah, mind totally it's uh, the norm for, for a variety of apps i don't know um i will say though that anybody who works at raya please explain to me why it's so weird <laughs> Because I don't get it. And also... And it's kind of... It's starting to, like, turn me off a little bit. Me too. You know, the problem that I have is, like, so you'll go on at at some point and you look through, let's say you get 10 people and then it stops and says, you know, it ends. We're committing to fostering Exactly. So, like, wait, that's it? You've been probably recruiting people, like, every single day. Like, how, how is there not new people? It's almost like they're being selective with, like, the people that they share with certain people. Well, I that's feel like probably a weird too. selective thing that mm-hmm. is kind of they haven't. There we, isn't full we disclosure. We might be JV which, League of Raya Heather, and we just don't I, know it. It's very possible. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, I um I wanted to recommend a book that I've been really into, and okay. I actually mentioned it to some of the people on our Discord. I know one one person in particular bought the book and found it to be very helpful. For those of you who are watching the video. It's this book right here. It's called, well, first of all, Sarah, what color is your parachute? I don't know. <laughs> you have no idea because you don't know what this book is about, right? Right, right. Yeah. But give me some context. So this is this is pretty interesting. So you would think at first, because it's a practical manual for job hunters and career changers, but it's a lot more than that. Hmm. It's it's a, it, It's been around since the 70s and it's just been rewritten and re-edited like over the years. Um, and it's really cool. What it does is it helps you break down. It's not just about careers, but it helps you break down what things are important to you as a person, you know, cause you don't want to just get any job and then wait for the weekend every week. Like that's the, the point is, is to find a livelihood and spend your time wisely according to your personality traits and what is important to you in life. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, it's quite interesting. It's very like every page is so engaging the way it's written, I highly recommend it for anyone who is, yeah, going through a career change, um, you know, tired of your full-time job. Maybe you want to become an independent contractor, but not just that. Maybe you're feeling a little bit like, who am I? 
what do I have to offer to this world? And it's beyond your career. How did I you, get here? You want to maybe learn a little bit more about yourself. I highly recommend it. It's called What Color Is Your Parachute? Um, and it is by Richard N. Bowles, B-O-L-L-E-S. Um, check it out and let me know. Please email me. I, w- I want to know what you think because I'm getting a lot out of it and I want to know uh, if you guys will too. Our email address is hi at havesuchagoodday.com. Um, would it be okay for me to ask what your parachute color is? I don't know yet because I'm still going through the exercises. Got it. Okay. Because so, you yeah, to, so it's not an easy answer. No, you can't just, it's not just about reading the book. You have to go through exercises. You have to get a pad of paper and you have to like write everything out and it's, you, it's a process. So it, it takes a little bit of work on your end. So if you're into that, then do it. Tell us your color and tell us everything about getting a job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll all jump out of it and, and we'll all jump out of a plane together. Woo! Parachutes. <laughs> um, yeah, parachutes should actually have like more colors. I agree. And I don't think it's going to end up being like, oh, I'm a red parachute. It's going to be like, I am X, Y, Z. It's symbolic like, of yeah, something. exactly. Sure. Yeah. It's like doing your, um, what's the um, personality test? Yeah, what's that? Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs, yeah. Yeah. I remember when I got My mom actually asked me recently, she was like, what's your Myers-Briggs score? And I was like, I don't know, mom, it takes like 40 minutes. Speaking of that, that. everyone on Raya puts that score, their score. Oh, really? Or not everybody, a lot of of people do. I feel like if your Myers-Briggs score is in your bio, we're going to have a bad time. I have to tell you a really quick little story about someone I came across like a couple months ago. It was so funny. He wrote his, uh, he seemed like an interesting guy, but he wrote in his bio, you know, the little emoji, the green check mark. It's just like a little green box with a white check mark. Every single thing he wrote, he had about 50 check marks, like kind of good looking check. Good job. Check like instant turn off. Like what? Almost like like he was trying to be cheeky, yeah, but like, like it was just really lame. That kind of stuff, when yeah. someone takes on a certain style of a bio, it, that can be a turn on in itself. Y'all, Not just what they say in it. emoji is your style. Like, I know. Ugh, God, too many emojis. I don't hate emojis. I'm just, yeah. Like I that, agree. Like I totally when agree. it becomes part of like your thing. Mm-hmm. This is your first impression of me, mm-hmm. strange woman. Yep. No, thank you. Unless you're really, really clever with emojis, which some people are, but yeah. use them sparingly, I think. Anyway, moving on. Somebody actually sent me the, um, it was a police car emoji the other night. Okay. And I was like, uh, what does that mean? That was my, I was with like, no context. I was, well, there was some context, but I, but I didn't get it. Oh. And I was like, the hell is that? Again, is the and, IRS and, on its way to your house to right. arrest and, you? And, you know, unnamed person <laughs> was like, whoa, I thought you were going to laugh. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Not so funny. That was a weird emoji you just sent me. That is very strange. <laughs> right. Did, so you didn't find out what was going on. Well, that's a story for another time. Okay. <laughs> uh, but for now, let's talk about earbuds. Ooh, let's. Okay. Yeah. So I know that you're a fan of the AirPods. I the am. air the air the airpods yeah airpods mm-hmm. yeah um that's apple's um wireless uh-huh. bluetooth enabled uh um head, headphone set um i don't have them and the reason is because all apple earbuds over you know the last 10 years do not fit my ears i have weird little elf ears Things just don't fit in my ears the right <laughs> way so i'm not going to pay for airpods because it's too much, even though everyone says 
once you get them, you never go back. Mm-hmm. There are other options. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, okay. I've been looking kind of looking around the internet, trying to figure out like, well, okay, there's like a $200 version or there's like a $30 version of like mm-hmm. pretty good wireless Bluetooth yeah. headphones. <sighs> you know, I mean, I care about quality, but how much do I care really? So I thought it was really interesting that Sonos mm-hmm. is apparently getting into the wireless headphone business now this is a bloomberg report Mm -hmm. so what was that i think someone's working on the house next door okay yeah um in three two so this is a bloomberg report this is not necessarily set in stone sonos has not specifically said that they're doing this Mm -hmm. but for the sake of argument let's just talk about the idea that sonos is one of the biggest names in audio quality. Absolutely. Right? I've got speakers around my house. I love Sonos. Mm-hmm. I have two Sonos ones. Best thing ever. Well, the Sonos ones are only the best thing ever because they use Alexa, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. But the idea that Sonos is sort of like, okay, we're a fairly small company based out of Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Very unusual. Yeah, it is Most very Most companies unusual. are not. And make beautiful speakers, mm-hmm. sound bars, all sorts of stuff. They got a they got a, um, a, a a subwoofer at this point to say, well, okay, we're good. We're definitely like the higher echelon of all of the stuff, mm-hmm. but we're also not really the first yeah. of anything. Yeah. How do we get out of the living room? Sure. And get into other markets. Mm-hmm. And I think this whole wireless headphone thing is the way to go. I love this because I about a year ago when I mean the AirPods came out what within the last two years ish. Two years ago. So mm-hmm. when they I, I, I definitely love the idea of wireless because you know I go running with them and obviously like the 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 old Apple uh, headphones always got tangled up in my purse and that kind of thing. But the Beats X um, I I had tried those out, um, the the ones that kind of go around your neck like a necklace, uh-huh. and I ended up buying those, thinking that I was making the right decision. I did a lot of research, and then I ended up giving them away and buying the AirPods. And I felt so stupid because I should have gotten the AirPods to begin with uh-huh. because they were just superior. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what Sonos brings out because again, like I think the Beats X were were just not good enough uh-huh. so I, it's hard to, hmm. to to beat the airpods so i'm curious to see what happens with that well and again kind of rumor we're in a rumor mill here but i i i welcome anything that sonos makes mm-hmm. because i like a lot of their products i'm you know i'm pretty i'm i'm in i'm into the whole ecosystem oh yeah definitely and their aesthetics are really cool too very much so yeah. um so cool. anyway keep that's, us posted sir that's live from headphone land heather <laughs> Um, so I, I was thinking about this earlier today. I, so I don't know if you know this, but back in college, I did my, um, my senior thesis about the black plague of the 14th century. I might've told you this. Uh, I think I have heard And this, I know yes. that sounds really dark, but, but let me explain. So <laughs> even reason, black, if you will, <laughs> the reason why I did it is I, the point of my thesis was what came out of a time of crisis what kind of art, what kind of music, what kind of literature. And that was really what it was about. Um, not as much about, like, let me explain the disease of the Black Plague. Sure. Um, but the circumstances that led to, basically the Black Plague led to the Renaissance. It was like mm-hmm. a dark time led to a bright time. And I 
was reading this article about have you heard the term hope punk Mm -mm. it's kind of this new term a kind of lame term but it means keep fighting no matter what it's basically this term that has come out of our dark time right now you know like right now we are going through a cultural movement you know we've got some dark politics cultural changes we've got a lot of fear um and a lot of artistic and cultural movements come out of dark times like from the black plague the renaissance came out of that so i'm super fascinated by it but i wanted to just talk about this term um it's not just it's sort of a mood that people have that things are like bleak but we're gonna trudge on with a smile on our face you know and it's this attitude of like yeah it's also interesting have you noticed that there's been a lot more of a trend of like extreme self-care you know like with like products well, and just like what the simple do you mean pleasures self-care yeah, do you like mean like people getting massages a lot high-end the high-end sleep like bed industry there's oh, so okay. many more bed yeah. companies right where it's like um, celebrate you exactly like because very, like because life is pretty black plague out there exactly yeah. exactly okay. like the kind of like um rom-com resurgence what, what's he gay how do you pronounce that it's like that um the comfort and coziness is like that lifestyle trend it's called h-y-g-g-e <laughs> i can't remember how it's pronounced I'm like but does it, does it mean a warm bed because if so i'm yes, into it essentially it does but okay. anyway so i thought that was super interesting um and uh you know i think that it's so cool to see people create things like this you know like to try to stay positive yeah um the antithesis of this is grim dark which is sort of on the nose but um they describe a lot of like pop culture um in this way too so like you know something that's bleak and nihilistic kind of like handmaid's tale or walking dead there's a lot of stuff that you can see in pop culture that's hope punk and grim dark it, it applies to literature and pop culture. Um, so I thought that was sort of interesting. It is. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Um, you know what I, else I love? What do you Heather? love, Sarah? Our patrons. Mm. Now, if you're like, what's a patron? I so Am I one? Well, you would know if you were one. But if you're not, get on the bus. Get on uh, the bandwagon. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is a great place to start. We also have our website, uh, have such a good day.com. Either one works. But what Heather and I have done is put together some milestones. You know, we're, we're trying to grow the show. We're, we, we have lofty goals. Some of them are, we think, are pretty within reach. Some of them are a little crazier, but they're all real. They're all fun, though. They're all the fun. The and the, the whole idea behind uh, the Patreon model is that we don't have advertisements in this show, and we would like to keep it that way as long as possible. And the way that we can do that is through community support. Mm-hmm. And we're so, so, so grateful for everybody who has done so you're really just are. the best. We, are. we have made friends mm-hmm. and, you know, laughed and cried and we really all have. that good stuff with, no, with our been, community. So It's so, been a wonderful six months about? Uh, eight months? Maybe more than that. You think? I think, I think we started in the spring last well, year. Well, think about maybe it. It's episode summer. 29. I know. Right? So we're more Once than halfway. Yeah, you're right. Because 52-week year. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. We're going to have to have a, an anniversary party at some we will. point. We will. So many balloons. <laughs> so many tears. So much champagne. Anyway, have such a good day.com or Patreon slash, patreon.com slash have such a good day. Thank you so much for everybody. Yeah. Um, who, Come check who, us out. Yeah, who, who spreads the word. 
we we'd love your support it's monetary yes but if if you know beyond that or even if for whatever reason you can't do the monetary thing totally get it Maybe someone you know would like the show, and we'd love you to get the word out. Absolutely, yeah. and you can leave us an iTunes review. You could. That's always fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless it's a bad <laughs> one, but you wouldn't do that. No. No. <laughs> hey, so uh, Heather, I wanted to talk about something that this has been a ongoing theme for for weeks now, and that's... I know. I think we talked about it in the last show too. We did, um, but I, but I, I have sort of a different angle, and that's. The whole idea of freelance work, Mm -hmm. Um, because I talked to somebody that recently, a friend of mine, who is also doing freelance work, but not at production, so it's not the same way as we do, Mm -hmm. but we we shared that whole, like, isn't it funny how everyone goes like, yay, Friday night, woo, Mm -hmm. weekend. Totally. And I'm always like, "Uh, well, on Saturday morning at seven, I just get up and work. I don't like the weekends no longer mean anything. No, it all blends to together. It means something to me in the sense that I know other people won't be working. Mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of a weight, weight sure, lifted. Of but I don't yeah, it's 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 a strange thing to navigate. Um and one of the reasons that I brought it up today was I had a um a call, a conference call with with somebody who might want to work with me, mm-hmm. which is great, right? Really more, great. More work the better. Yeah, absolutely. But it's strange because and I I think that depending on what you do in the freelance world would obviously depend on whether or not this resonates with you or not, but I know it would with you. I have currently things that I do at certain t- times of the day that are non-negotiable sure you know like at 1 p.m you want to have lunch i'll never be able to do it never if it's monday through friday like can't do it maybe saturday or sunday right Uh, probably working on something else but um but you know a lot of other people are like well but i mean why why Mm -hmm. you know you just never can it's like no i never can Mm -hmm. i do a live show you have a very interesting schedule yeah it's different than most people it's very it's 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 live TV. Yeah, exactly. It's live TV all over again. Yep. Um, so anyway, without going into too many specifics, because we never know what we're going to get, but um, I I had a really nice, um, a productive phone call with somebody that I might work with in mm-hmm. the future this morning. But I had to say, like, just so you know, I've got this kind of weird, like, dark time <laughs> where, mm-hmm. like... You can't, it's not even that, like, I can't take a conference call. Like, I can't can do respond to you. Yeah. I am live yeah. on a program. How did they react? Uh, Well, we didn't talk about it. I just thought about it. Oh, you didn't tell him. I see. Yeah, because we're not there yet. Yeah, for sure. But, but I, I, as this goes on, it, it's sort of like, it's an embarrassment of riches in a way where yeah. I'm like, oh, I have so much work. I just have to like tell people not to get a hold mm-hmm. of me at certain times. Like, that's a better thing than me being like it's a positive problem sitting around with nothing to do of course but at the same time it's like it gets kind of complicated you know like i've got i've got a a thing going on in san francisco next month and i emailed them yesterday and i was like hey you know just trying to like free up my schedule like what's up guys and they were like we're not ready we don't know yet and Mm -hmm. i was like 
you're gonna need to know pretty you kind of have to like because i gotta like tell other people it's like a puzzle you have to like there's only this chunk of time in certain mornings not even every mornings or in like afternoons that like we can do this you know our show right 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 you definitely have a tricky schedule i mean trickier than a normal freelancer for sure you think so kind of because i, I think that that normally, live thing yeah. yeah i think it's that yeah that that monday through friday structure that you won't be able to take like you won't be able to take a day and do uh like go to a convention and shoot all day like on a monday well i can well you but could then you i could. have to take the day off exactly from the first job exactly which means sarah didn't get paid exactly so that's it's, the you thing. know it's it's, it is a big it challenge. It is a big jigsaw it's puzzle. It's all challenging all around. I mean, any freelance lifestyle, I think, is there are, it, it, you know, people who have been in plush, like, full-time jobs, I think it, it, it's hard for you to wrap your head around what that what it's really like until you do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but there is positive things, too. But I think maybe... There are, <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, we've we've talked on this show, and, you know, I, I feel like I talk about this all the time because I struggle with it is being disciplined enough to make it work for you mm-hmm. you know and heather talked last uh in the last episode about like she's got this office like mm-hmm. gotta make that office work mm-hmm. for you like don't want to be like don't want to go in the office gotta get like, up and wanna, shower yeah, and uh, you want to go into the office put, and you know pants on. seize the day <laughs> carpet diem. but um anyway so yeah it's just it's an ongoing conversation, and um, I yeah, think we're we're it, in it. We're really in the thick of it. Yeah, you know? and I I I bring it up because I potentially have some really cool work ahead of me. That's so exciting! But I just have to figure out like where does it go? Yeah, it's a big old puzzle. Yeah, because like I mean, it is. We're recording on a Thursday evening. It's like Friday's tomorrow. Woo! But I have to work all weekend yeah. doing so many other things. Like. Where does it go? I know. It's crazy. And I mean, I know you, what you were saying. It's like there is a little bit of pressure off because people don't normally email. There's not a, as much yeah. correspondence over the weekend. And like there's a, there's a little pressure off. Um, but yeah, like I still have to kind of hustle on the weekend. You know, I can't just like totally um, no. F off, you know. It's almost but, better for me. It's like this is why, I mean, I get up like crazy early in the morning, um, partly because I have insomnia, but also because like. If I start working at six, I know between six and eight, no one's really going to bug me. Oh, totally. There's some people on the Maybe East Coast me. that might see me online. <laughs> You're not going to be awake. No. Come on. No, I'm up at <laughs> seven. Get real, Heather. <laughs> but uh, but, but um, for the most part, it's like you can kind of get a lot of stuff done before the avalanche yeah. occurs. Oh, yeah. And... Or, or when you go out of town and you're in a different time zone, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, interesting. Yeah, everybody's yeah. asleep. Yeah. Ooh, I get to have my whole day before and, people start bugging And me. I feel like o- often, like I'll get up at like seven and, and you know, maybe, maybe I have to be somewhere by 10 or something. But like yeah. the amount of, the concentration of work that I get done between, you know, when I get up and like, you know, the late morning is way better than the rest of the day. That's right. You know, and I, t- I think I need to take advantage of that more. Um, because yeah, it's quiet. You don't have any distractions. My thing that I need to be better about, I have a friend who, uh, I won't mention um, their names, but <laughs> they don't, you, they don't keep their phone in the bedroom when they go to sleep. They put it in another room. And so what I yeah, do, mine's a, under my pillow. Thing. That's a thing. Cause I sometimes have to set my alarm or I might sleep a little longer than I would like to. I have it under my pillow. And the first thing I do, I look at my email. The 
first thing before I even drink coffee, I do it in bed, and it's like such a bad habit because it kind of riles so you up a little because bit. Because like that, my email app is like not the first thing I look at. Well, it won't, might not be the first thing. I probably look at like the weather and like check my text messages and like my calendar. Sure, but, like. At when it some comes point, to like yeah, what's happening today in the bed i'm like this is not a good thing to do like it's weird feng shui to like mm. look at your email and get kind of like worked up about something in bed right when you get up you know anyway i've, I've had this conversation with with some folks who, who are very much uh subscribed to the don't put your cell phone in the bedroom type thing yeah and i think that's because i don't know um it's probably detrimental to like look at your phone in the dark, you know, yeah. for, you know, before you go to sleep or the first thing when you wake mm-hmm. up. I don't really have that problem. I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. By the time I lay down in bed, I want the phone next to me because if there's an emergency, of course, I want someone I, to get a hold of me. Absolutely. But I don't really, I don't like scroll around when I'm finally in bed. Me neither. Not not at night. Faces it, washed, yeah. teeth are brushed. I'm ready read to a, go to sleep. I, I want to read a book. I actually want to pick up a book. Or that. Or that. You know? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Sarah. Um, okay. Can you recall the last time you watched something on TV that like you hated but you binged it? Yes. <laughs> and it's called... I figured you would answer very quickly. Yeah. It's called Friends from College. <laughs> yes. One of the shittiest shows ever so bad it's in fact that was probably horrible the one i and did you watch the whole thing no i watched the tom mcleod i know you know you know because we've talked about this i watched the first season uh i'm not sure that i finished it entirely Mm -hmm. but there was a there was a pivotal episode Mm -hmm. and you know no spoilers so I feel like you'll know it if you see it, uh-huh. where I was like, and I'm out. <laughs> I hate I think it. I, know what you're I, hate, about. I hate it so much. Yeah. I will no longer watch a mm-hmm. show. They can all die in a fire. <laughs> so I know that there's a new season and I haven't watched it. And I'm not going to. It's so funny because I, that is <laughs> one of the few, I don't do it that often. Like I mostly watch pretty good television I like pride myself on that Mm. but occasionally yeah there's there's this whole like psychology behind it that I'll get into but um I I did binge that all the way through I'm so embarrassed to say because the entire time I was rolling my eyes I mean I was watching it as well I was hate but I watched the entire season and I and I was like rolling my eyes and just annoyed with it the whole time but I watched it why why did I watch it they call it hate binging which I think is funny yeah. because I, I don't do it that often, like I said, but, and, and you feel sort of like, after you feel gross, you feel like, oh, I wasted all this time. Like, yeah. why did I it's watch hours that? and hours of your life. Yeah. Like nine hours. Oh yeah, totally. And I remember when like Gossip Girl came out, that was another example where I, that show drove me crazy. I didn't watch like the whole thing. I never watched but it. But it was just so eye rolly, but I just, it was weirdly addicting. Yeah. You know, and I felt like I just, you know, the, the new episode starts without you stop p- pressing pause and right, it just keeps right. going and you just sit there and it's almost more effort to like stop and look for a new show so you just let it go but uh it's also you get you know i thought a lot about this because i am a trash television watcher i mean i watch flora bama shore unironically she does and i love it they're pretty much my favorite people in the entire world but that's not a hate watch thing that's a totally this is a messy reality show guilty pleasure and i love it yeah yeah, like I'm not like I'm not I'm not actually 
ashamed. It's just, it is what it is. Something like uh, Friends from College is, it, it's it's more in that sort of like, it tried to be a very poignant show. Yeah. And I'm sure it is for lots of people, but for whatever reason, between the two of us, we're like, yeah, that show it's is irritating. So like it misses the mark, but like it's close enough that you're like, all right, I'll just watch episode four and see what happens. Like, totally. It almost feels like it's just like they're just doing this churn of like, they're not putting a lot of effort into these scripts and into the, the yeah. oh, let's get these handful of, of funny, you know, sort of successful like comedian actor people and let's get them all together and they'll be they'll just be funny they can improvise you know and it's like sure they're just putting minimal effort I think yeah. that, that's the point I think of Netflix in a lot of ways is everything is you know there's a lot of stuff that you can watch while you're scrolling on your phone stuff that doesn't have a big plot that's just sort of like popcorn you know content yeah but I yeah. I was reading this article um this uh, PhD student at the University of Alberta's neuroscience and medical health and mental health uh, institute she studies video game players and their personality types and she was basically saying that um you know binge watching a show that you hate might not be pleasant but it's more pleasant than cleaning the bathroom or taking your dog for a walk when it's raining and I thought that would really really you'd really relate to that you know before I had a dog I'd be like how hard could it be yeah it's the worst yeah. it's, I, I always thought of you when it was like that it's especially like, those four like, days okay that it was Otis let's put the poncho on we gotta do it please poop I don't want to be out here he's God. you know and he's looking at God. me and it's a whole yeah it is true I would rather watch the second season Isn't of that funny though? College it's such a like and take Otis out for a walk around the block in the rain yeah I so mean, you know whoever pr- produced that show at least you got that going for you <laughs> <laughs> hey guys you know what we really want to hear from you we're going to just mention it one more time hi at have such a good day.com please email us as much as you possibly can in your busy schedules early and but often we really miss hearing from you so yeah. start composing yes, an you. email where say hi been? where you been <laughs> yeah tell us more about you what you want to hear on the show yeah. certain topics if you're a five dollar and up patron mm-hmm. bonus topics that man that, i could really use some that, bonus topic that you'd ideas. love us, us to tackle like all of it the more that you give us feedback the better that the show is we feel 100%. solidified as friends with you. Yeah, man. We all have such a good day. Mm-hmm. And and we can, you know, uh, ride along into the sunset together. Yeah, like friends from have such a good day. So much better than friends from college. <laughs> I hate that goddamn show. I'm mad already just talking about it. I know. It. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rile you up. It's okay. Speaking of um, new shows, you're the worst. New yeah. Se- oh, is it New good? season um, just started. Um, so I don't have an opinion, but I... I'll, That's I'll on my probably list. will by next week, and um, and catastrophe, mm-hmm. which which Heather and I on the back channel have kind of talked about. Like, do we like it? I I would say catastrophe is one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. The first few seasons, I'm finding the third season to be a little lackluster. It's almost like it's just they've already used up. They have the same. It's like the same thing. Yeah, but it's not that as strong. Person, you're that person. Yeah. And now we're going to do like that Just old over trope. again. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I right. feel like I mean, still think there's I mean, there were a couple times. I mean, some of her jokes, her writing, I was laughing out loud. Like some of the stuff is very funny, it's but very it's funny. not as funny as the first two. But I still love love we're, those guys. We're get, yeah. We're getting into that sort of like 
The honeymoon's over. It's a comfortable, funny yeah. show, but like not like as funny. Not as, it as was. good. Yeah. Well, I guess right. everything runs out. But Broad City's back for the last season. I haven't started that yet. Um, I haven't True either. Detective is actually quite good. I don't know if you've started. It. I haven't. It's very good. Um, I like but, a, uh, like but a lot. I'm I I will get into that eventually mm-hmm. once I'm done with Floribama and 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> which is another really great series. Nice. But um, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, Heather. It's like it's funny like uh, when we were talking earlier about like getting into bed and phones and you Uh know the whole thing and I'm like when when I literally get into my bed Mm -hmm. like head hits the pillow light goes off it's it's curtains done and you're like well you know but I might watch it you know something or read a book or you know I might be awake for a while everybody's got like a different thing because I'm like if I tried to read a book I would get through two sentences and like the book would like fall into my face and sometimes that happens where yeah. i read one page or read a paragraph and i fall asleep but it does help me sleep and it helps al- me kind of it's calm also a nice down. way to go to bed i'm telling you like it might falling help asleep you- reading a book is like not the same as like oh i fell asleep watching friends from college no exactly it might make <laughs> you tired it yeah. might actually help with your insomnia because it, mm. it brings your brain down a notch and you and you know reading can be sort of hard and make you tired and I think it could be uh, a positive thing for you Sarah well thank you Heather um and thanks to everyone for yeah, being with us thanks this guys it's been so fun for all you five dollar and up patrons you know who you are we got a bonus topic coming up we're gonna talk about giving up bathing or the internet for 30 Clearly days. I'm running out of ideas Or 31 here. days, depending on the month, you know. Yeah, there's probably a riddle about that. But we'll get into that in a few. For everyone else, thank you for being with us. I am Sarah. I'm Heather. And we will talk to you next week. Have such a good day. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.